hey guys, uh, Chase editing afterwards here. Uh, and I just want to interject and say, uh, when I, I, I need to, uh, amend something that I said in this episode, um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I really feel bad that I have to come in and say this, but, um, at approximately, uh, six or so minutes in, um, I, we are where we talk about classical music and, um, <clears throat> I said I liked Jim and Petey, uh number two, and that's not true. I like Jim and Petey number one. I got them mixed up. I don't know what I was thinking, and I, I'm, I'm really sorry that I, if I let any of you down, I, I'm, I, I'm going to get better. I'm going to learn to to be better because the community deserves better than what I've given them. Thank you so much for understanding and your continued support. Um, <clears throat> please, please, uh, please enjoy the episode. It's the Lions for Hire. It's the Lions for Hire. It's the Lions for Hire. Uh... <laughs> You're making tones? I'm making solid waveforms. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine's really like fucking. Mine is not solid. <clears throat> Hang on. That's a little bit better. That one's pretty. That was really good. This is all going in. That was great. This is all going in. (laughs) No, it's not. We're all we're trying to make uh, solid, solid audacity. That was really good. That that must have been good. Yeah. What the fuck was that? That was. I was like. But like really, cons- like really hard, like you're blowing into a trumpet. That one wasn't that good. I'm putting, I'm putting the, the thing the I was fidgeting with on the desk. So that <laughs> one doesn't show up in the background. Okay. <laughs> one, one more. One more. One more. Okay. 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 Uh... No, nah, that was all over the place. Everybody, welcome to Liars for Hire, episode 38. If you could believe it, um, which you should. And be- if you can't believe it, is that a reference to something? It's uh, David Lynch. David you can believe it, folks. People are oh, watching movies on their fucking telephones. It's a it's fucking a, sadness. It's a fucking, it's a fucking sadness. sadness. Everybody, you already know what happens on this little show. You you come in and you listen. You sit down, you shut up, and you listen. For You've seen basically every episode, so you don't need to watch this one. Holy shit, Agent Coop. She is blowing me so hard, I'm talking backwards. She's blowing me on a weekend. She's blowing me on a weekend like usual. There's not going to be anything you haven't heard already in this one. (laughs) So just stop watching. You could stop. Yeah, you could. You could go. You could go listen to like a a song, like a classical music song instead, or favorite classical music song. Claire de Lune. I don't listen to that shit. Yeah, you do. I don't. Claire de Lune. It's all called like fucking spring orchestra and P minor. It's fucking a walk in the park. Yeah, fucking stroll through moonlight. 
I don't. It's stupid. It's dumb. Sh- it's horse shit. Sunset Overdrive. Like, all right, well, like that. well, I gave a genuine answer, and I feel like a fucking moron anyway. No, I'm, on a, I'm trying to think of a fucking answer. You dickhead. I, I, Hold on. I, I feel like, I like a, a fucking idiot in front of my friends. You've embarrassed me. Fine. Okay. I like. I like Jim the Pete number two. I like um. Boys. Uh no, I, I'm trying to remember how it goes. It was a specific song. It's like a. It's like I'm performing CPR on the dick. <laughs> I saved that dick by giving CPR. <laughs> um, can you like sing sing it out loud? Do you know how it goes? No, because I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Because I, I remember. I remember liking the song, being like, I always wonder what the name of this is, but then I can't actually remember the song. I like Flight of the Bumblebees. I mean, that's a classic. <laughs> that was great. People I like that. People one. go ham on those. Oh yeah, Flight of the. It's like whenever there's like um, Flight like of the Concords. Whenever there's, like, a musician that needs to, like, prove themselves in a piece of media, whether it's like, oh, this is a four-year-old pianist, then it's it's always like they play Flight of the Bumblebees because it's so fast. Yeah. You know? Or, like, a saxophonist or a tubist or a xylophonist. Are those, like, the correct names of all those? Or No, nah, I'm just putting ist at the end of the... Uh... The the musical instruments, hoping that it'll be correct. I mean, it, hey, they people the people at home probably know what I'm talking about. There, there probably like someone, is no confusion, you know. Someone who's like like you know a NASCAR driver, some type of uh... drivist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean he doesn't just drive; he like competes against other people. Oh, so a competist, a competitor. If you will, a competitor. No, well, no, that doesn't really go with the. Ist. Well, it's, it's the one specifically of them driving. Oh, oh, a turnist. No, I understand what you're saying. A fucking racist. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, it's the joke. I was trying oh. to deny him his fucking. I was trying to deny, deny him his fucking punchline gasm for as long and as possible. Now I can finish. And, and now, now can I finish. can release. Thanks a lot. Ugh. Uh, hey, Robbie, I have a question. Okay. What's your favorite creepy pasta? <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I have an answer to that. I don't think I enjoy any creepy pasta. <laughs> Jackson, yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. What's your favorite creepy pasta? I don't know the name of it. I just listen to the fucking ASMR channel when I want to go to sleep. It's this one person who reads creepy pastas at a certain volume, and I listen to them and pass the fuck out. But it's the this one is, where it's the one where the person this, goes to look uh, at their reflection, and every day they look at their reflection. And they're like, I don't think this is me. I don't think this is me. And one day they look at the mirror, and the reflection's gone. And then the next day they look in the mirror, and the and like there's another version of them behind them and shit like that. Oh no, that's scary. Oh no, it's me, but not oh, in no. here. Oh. I like. Well, it's kind of difficult to tell at what point creepy pasta becomes just like horror made by somebody online mm-hmm. because i i guess it, i guess the inherent sort of nature of creepypasta is that it has to be text right because it, it comes from copypasta um so i i when when you come to so like suicide mouse for example i believe suicide mouse.avi started as a I think it started as a story, or no, maybe, I don't actually know if it started as a story or if it started as a video, because if it started as a video, then a story was written about it, then I don't, I don't know if it would count as creepypasta, I think it would just be horror I think it, I think it started about. as a story of, like, somebody uploaded a video called Suicide Mouse. Well, and then, I, and then like, obviously that video didn't exist, so then people made it afterwards. I, I think you might be thinking of, uh, Squidward's Unending Hell, or Squidward's Suicide, not. or whatever. Squidward's Suicide! 
Yeah, which by the way is canon to the to the SpongeBob universe. Apparently, <laughs> he did uh, it. Cause they no, he didn't do it. It was just <laughs> he did he, it, dude. There, there was a, there was an. I don't, did you guys see the? the yes, I know about? what yes. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I, I think that's so fucking funny. Like they shouldn't have put that in there because it's a television show for children. But it's really funny that they did. I but think. he like did it. Is the thing? No, he didn't do it, Jackson. Well, then why actually, is it there? I haven't actually seen the later seasons of SpongeBob. So Bart I, I, is dead. Bart, Bart is, is dead. dead, dude. Fucking one of our friends. Never mind. Uh, you idiot. They I was killed to... Bart. <laughs> yeah, dude. They killed Bart. It's they did the Bartman, and then they fell off the building. They were doing the Bartman off of. Dude, what's your favorite fake dance from a cartoon, and why is it Get Swifty from Rick and Morty? It's the Sponge. It's Bart. Explain take your leg and stick it in the air. And then uh, you take the other one and jam it right up there. Yeah. What is that from? From SpongeBob? That's from SpongeBob. Oh, I don't Did know that you know one. that uh-huh. Ween, the band Ween, did most of the music for SpongeBob? I I did know that. Yeah, that's uh, weird, I think that's dude. I think that's pretty cool. I, I think that's what, pretty it's cool. It's because um, fucking the creator of SpongeBob like knew the or like I think he was like a big fan of SpongeBob. Uh, so Ween ended up making uh, the t- How to Tie Your Shoes song. I know that much. Take your loop, uh, loop and bow. Then pole, and the shoes are looking cool. Yeah, Ween did and then, that. What else did they and do? And obviously Ocean Man. You know, Ocean Man. And then did they do Rip Pants? Uh, I actually don't know. But that was also a good song. I was actually Sounds just like thinking about that Sounds like the same vocalist. Song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess so, huh? Well, that's that's really interesting. Hey, it's the it's a good example of somebody in 2000s using their newfound uh place as a showrunner to get clout and meet somebody they're a big fit of. Oh my god, I, I'm burpy. I drink a no, strawberry milkshake. I'm thinking of the song Gary Come Home. I think it's also Ween because that's also sound Gary like that sounds like the vocalist home. as well because because think about Ocean Man and the way it sounds and then think about Gary Come Home. I'm also thinking of Rip My Pants, because mm-hmm. that, that has like a similar chord progression to Gary Come Home, I think. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, most of those songs are like four chords, so it doesn't matter. Here, I'll look it up. Who wrote? Uh, Peter Strauss did Ripped Pants, mm-hmm. and also Doing the Sponge, That's What Friends Do, Underwater Sun, So Long Bikini Bottom, and Down the Well. Down the Well? Was that all? Down was that all, the Well. Who is this? Was that all Ween, or...? That was Peter Strauss. Okay. Peter Strauss. That's not Wayne. That's what friends do. Because that's what Cause friends that's do. that's friends do. That was a good song. I, my, one of my favorite songs from SpongeBob is uh, Give It All You Got, which is, it, it, was ve- it was very brief. It was a very brief song in the uh, Jelly Krabby, the Krabby Jelly Burger fucking episode where uh, f- fucking SpongeBob was forced to hunt jellyfishes into extinction. Oh, is it when Mr. Krabs is on the fucking elliptical? Yeah. And he's wearing the headset. It's like, give it all you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole song. Give it all you got. That's a whole song. It's the fucking, the, the, the chorus, or the, the first one goes like, You win if you move it out on the floor. You lose if you give in. Show you the door. Give it all you got. It's a great song. Really, really good song. I highly, hey, shout outs to whoever made that one. Because I don't know who made that one. But it's a great uh, song. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, Ween only uh, did Loop the Loop. Damn. And Ocean Man, I guess. <laughs> and, and Ocean Man, yeah. Right. But Ocean Man wasn't a SpongeBob song originally. No, no I, don't, but, I don't think it was. You know, 
it it works out way too well. That's true. Hang on, I'm gonna look up who who <coughs> wrote "Give It All You Got." Give it all Give you it got. All it was written by Tony Cliff, Brian Wade, Oswin John Falcaro. So shout out to those guys. Uh, oh shit! Apparently, it was released in 1980. Holy shit! All right, so it wasn't written for SpongeBob then. It was just something written in 1980 that was then I would, put I would into SpongeBob. Not because like the fucking. What is it like? The things that bother me never bother me, and then tiptoe through the window, like those two fucking songs. Well, well yeah, but uh, those those are written. Well, I don't think tiptoe through the window was ever used in SpongeBob. Yeah, it was. But was it? No. Yeah. No. I remember. I, I remember an episode of SpongeBob where it was used. Well, I mean, in the pilot, uh, where he's you know the fucking uh, he's serving all the nematodes. That he is. That, that's um fucking. That's by, the pilot. By yeah, that's the that's the first episode, season one, episode one, uh, nematodes. It's uh, Tiny Tim, is the uh, the singer of that. Yeah, uh, Tiny Tim. Damn, living in the sunlight. That's a good ass pilot because I I thought that that was like mid season. No, I, I mean the reason why it's a good pilot is because it introduces you to every single concept of yeah. the entire show. That it's that's SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I think about I think SpongeBob for ten minutes. SpongeBob's good. SpongeBob's fucking good. I like good. not to. Not to be like a purist millennial shithead, but like the first three seasons were genuinely like some of like the best television written in the early two thousands. I think. I I mean you can you could just date it to the movie like every every season yeah. before the movie yeah because like that's... one of the one of the first episodes in like the new like we're making new SpongeBob it was like the fucking episode where Sandy like becomes a kung fu master or something and like a Kill Bill reference that was well I mean. That yeah, that's true. That was Karate Island. I remember that one. Um, Who gives a shit? It, it, it's I do remember because Sandy was like she did karate in the previous because like it, there was the the one episode where they where Sandy was making SpongeBob do all the fucking like extreme sports. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure SpongeBob actually has his like karate like red helmet thing on uh, in like the the second episode. I'm I'm like thirty percent sure. Funny little karate helmet. He has his stupid little gloves on, or his big ass foam gloves on. I always, I always love that because, like, as a, I'm now thinking about it for the first time as an adult. They don't use, they don't use those for karate. That's not proper gear. I, why I think, they, it, I think it was that? because uh-huh. originally it was supposed to be like, well, fish have fins, so we gotta give them like hands. So we put these Sp- on Sponge their Bob, fins. SpongeBob and Sandy's both have hands. I know, so it's fucking weird. I'm gonna look up his karate outfit. There was like a weird thing, and I remember, like, I had a talk with somebody about this in like the newest, newest like SpongeBob that came out, where it was like, "Hey, yeah, no, Sandy's not actually a squirrel. She just like does does that. She can breathe underwater and all that." What? Like this weird thing? Like in one of the episodes, they kind of reveal that. Yeah, no, Sandy can just breathe underwater. She just doesn't. They fucking want they to. fucking retcon SpongeBob. Yeah. Dude, what? Come on, why? That's like her. That's her whole bit. <laughs> The creator passed away, and he said, "Don't ruin my, please don't ruin my vision. Uh, please don't make a spinoff of my show. Please don't ruin my vision for what I had." Uh, and then they went, and they totally just like went against his wishes, which sucks shit. Yeah, that does suck shit. I don't recognize any of these episodes from season four. What? What? Like what? Was season four after the movie? Maybe. Oh yeah, tea, the... tea at the Tree Dome is the first episode that featured karate and SpongeBob, and that was episode number one C. So there you yeah. go, SpongeBob. Give give me a synopsis. Give me a synopsis. Give me like the first half of a synopsis from one of these episodes. I probably can. I I'll probably remember it. 
year. Because, I mean, I, this is probably after my time. Here, hold on. The SpongeBob movie came out November 14th, 2004. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, from season four. Mm-hmm. Fear of a Krabby Patty. Uh, Fear of a Krabby Patty. I know that one. That's when uh, SpongeBob uh, goes insane. I believe because everybody... No! There's a different one where he fears Krabby Patties otherwise. Okay, read the first half of the synopsis. Hang on. Give, give me a fucking wet my whistle. <laughs> the episode begins with Mr. Krabs making new business hours for the Krusty Krab until he sees that Plankton has the chum button open for 23 hours every day. So he decides to have the restaurant open 24-7. Uh, it is then revealed Plankton opened his restaurant 23 hours as part of his plan to get SpongeBob to collapse from exhaustion so that he'll be tired enough to tell him the formula. Yeah, and that's when he starts hallucinating Krabby Patties everywhere, like killer Krabby Patties. Like It's like giant Krabby Patties, and when they talk, they like spew fucking mustard out of their, of their mouths. I remember that this one. This episode came out in 2005. I was fucking right. And I was because. Fucking... Mm-hmm. Oh my god! No, isn't isn't also in the episode where the Krabby Patty talks to him? He's like, "There's no need to, there's no need to be worried, SpongeBob. You and I used to be friends, and just like it's this weird pseudo relationship they have." Yeah. Oh no, what I was thinking about, there was a different episode <laughs> later on where literally everybody in Bikini Bottom leaves except for SpongeBob because they all hate SpongeBob, but they you don't learn that until the end of the episode. And so SpongeBob's just in an empty Bikini Bottom for like a week, and he falls in love with a boatmobile, <laughs> and the boatmobile like like it doesn't talk, but it like becomes sentient, and so it, like. He, it'll it'll show him like in his room when he's not driving, and the 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 boatmobile will be like peeking around the corner, like around the door. It's like a fucking. It's scary. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Put the fucking Evangelion on screen, please. <laughs> that's what it is. That's Evangelion. That's, dude. That, that's literally Evangelion. That's Evangelion, dude. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. I uh, my uncanny ability to remember episodes from SpongeBob season four and five is tantamount to my ability to recognize uh epic rap battles of history by the instrumental uh two skills which i feel like will really help me in the job market uh moving forward so looking forward to that jesus dude i i I can't do that i i remember watching a lot of these spongebob episodes because they were just on and i had i was procrastinating i didn't want to do homework and shit but like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't remember like genuinely watching these fucking episodes I'm gonna, I'm gonna begin a, a synopsis of this episode of SpongeBob, and you need to tell me what it's about. Okay. okay. One day on the Ned and the Needlefish tour bus, mm-hmm. Ned comes out of the back room and has a six-layered wig on. <laughs> I I can't be bothered. Uh, I, I can't be fucking bothered. What, what, I can't what, be what's, fucked. What's what season is this that is four. from? That's season four. Um. Is it the one where Patrick writes the song that's so bad that it starts killing people? Is it the one on the radio? Yeah, the radio song. No, I don't think that's it. Oh no, no, no! It's the, it's the it's is it like a fucking big poofy like judge wig? Yeah, yeah. The episode it, is called Wig Strike. Oh yeah, and yeah. then he gets the wig, and it's all fucking yeah, Sponge, weird and shit. S- SpongeBob finds the wig because it like. It, like, blows out of the... No, like, the band gets rid of the wig, and SpongeBob finds it, and he starts acting all fucking hoity-toity. Or, like, it starts, like, changing... It starts irrevocably changing his life in uh, for the worse or something. Uh, Here, let's do another one. This is fun. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, sure. The, the first sentence of this synopsis. Okay. 
a starfish from the royal ministry comes to visit Patrick for a special That's delivery. That's when Patrick finds out he's the he's the heir of like a, a royal bloodline, and uh, he he starts treating SpongeBob differently. The episode is called Rule of Dumb. Yeah, yeah. they find yeah, out it's, go. and then the whole punchline at the end is like, actually, you're not the royal heir. Uh, actually, and it's like, like it's Gary. Yeah, it's Gary. Here's another. Okay. okay. At Mrs. Puff's boating school, Mr. Fritz, the superintendent, is talking to Miss Puff about renewing her teaching certificate, oh. but then informs her of the high record of failing students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she doesn't she get sent off to like renew her thing and then they replace her with some fucking like drill sergeant or whatever? Is that the episode I'm thinking of? I know that episode. I, I, I like that episode. I watched that. That's uh, uh, that's where the shark is like, would anyone care for a bonbon? You are you are talking of Sergeant Roderick, mm-hmm. uh, and that episode is called <laughs> "Mrs. Puff, You're Fired." Damn! Wait, wait, was he, wait, was he right? Yeah, Jackson was right. <laughs> Let's go! It's a great episode. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more. Okay. Right. The episode starts at the Krusty Krab. A fish dressed in a suit comes to the door. This is the health inspector one. No, that's the health health inspector was like season two. That's, is yeah, it that's like is it the three. one? No. Uh, is it the what's it to you episode? I don't. What's the what's it to you? Oh, is it the fucking they want to buy the Krusty Krab and they like rebrand it and shit? And oh yeah, and turn it into like a fast like a regular fast food place, and, like a, like, like a family friendly restaurant and shit like that. Yeah, like a sport. They turn it into a sports bar, and the Krabby Patties have like a bunch of gray paste in it. No. Okay. Oh, damn. Would okay. I, get, would you would, would you like me to read the second sentence? Of no, this another sentence. Yeah, please. Mr. Krabs believes him to be a tax collector, and he panics and jumps inside SpongeBob with his cash register until the man shows his business card, which identifies him oh, as Oh, that's an the Crane Game. It's the Crane Game episode, right? This episode is called Skill Crane. Yeah! Oh, yeah. It's, where, it's where SpongeBob is really good at a, cra- a crane game, like a UFO claw, and, uh, and he teaches uh, Squidward how to do it, because Squidward fucking sucks, and Squidward wins a single teddy bear, and he, uh, he like, becomes an asshole, and he starts calling like children losers because they don't know how to do it. One more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're into this. This is fun. I like doing this. This is fun. <laughs> One morning in Bikini Bottom, SpongeBob tells Squidward it's time for work and says, another day, another dollar. But Squidward says, more like another nickel, which makes SpongeBob laugh uncontrollably. Fuck. I remember this episode. Fuck. Uh, what's, the se- what's the second? What's the second one? Second sentence. <laughs> Squidward then goes through a whole day at work with SpongeBob laughing, and even Cause at he, night. Because yeah, because he fucking he loves the fucking joke so much. Yeah, I remember that episode. Oh, that was very like vaguely. Nothing. Yeah, that's nothing to us then. This episode is called Funny Pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Funny oh, what, Pants. Give, 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 give me one more. Okay. All right. Um. What the fuck? Okay. Um, as the episode opens, Squidward is dreaming he is a great musician. Is this, is this Squidward Symphony? No. Fuck. Squidward Symphony is like, he actually wrote like a really good symphony. Or somebody wrote a really good symphony for that episode. I I still remember how it goes. I don't think this is the Kelpie G one either. No. He's dreaming he's a good musician. Uh, second, second, second sentence. Suddenly, his alarm clock goes off, waking him up. God, no, okay, come on. 
That was the second sentence. Give me God a th- give me the third sentence. This is like this, you, I can, okay, I can go right, to six a, sentences. Like, it, dude. All right, all right, here's here's the third sentence. Okay. He prepares for another day at the Krusty Krab. Oh, suck me <laughs> off! Fuck <laughs> you, dude. Come on. Come on. You you want a fourth sentence? This is the longest you've gone. Yeah, I know, Robbie. Please. This is hard. While SpongeBob gets ready to go to work, he sees Squidward and asks him why he is playing his clarinet. Oh. This one is so baseline. Oh, is this the... This isn't, like, the big... No, wait, this isn't Squidward Symphony. We just said that. I thought it was the one where he tries out for, like, a for like an orchestra or whatever. Is it? it I, I'm scrolling down. It might be. Would you like me to continue reading? Sure. Please. I, I like, Squidward I says he's practicing for his performance tomorrow. Oh, the recital. Fuck. Is it the recital? I think it's the recital one. This this episode has a very clear gimmick to it. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Um. Do, oh, does fucking uh, SpongeBob break his clarinet or something while at work? I forget, and he no. has to replace it. Or the reed, the reed. It's the reed episode. No, fuck. Uh, okay, wait. Shot in the dark. Is this the one where SpongeBob and Squidward get fused together into a single entity? This episode is called Squid Bob Tentacle Pants. Ew. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Ew. that one. Fuck yeah. Ew. It was, the, it was the him telling him that he's excited about his recital tomorrow. That's what gave it away. Because they go to like Sandy's dome and, and they get fucking morphed together. That mm. was hard. That, 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 that starting was very generic. Uh, yeah, I don't know who the fuck wrote that synopsis. Hey, spongebob.fandom.wiki.com. Get your shit together, Encyclopedia Spongebobia. Get the, like, come on. Let, let's let's focus on the shit that's important. What's the one where uh, fucking like Squid, SpongeBob and Patrick join a cult and, and Squid, <laughs> what? And, and Squidward's house turns into a robot and starts destroying the city? I know what you're talking about. I straight I think, up know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. No, me neither. There, it's there's also the one where. Squilliam's gonna come over to, uh, no, uh, Squidward sees an episode of a TV show that's, like, fancy living, and Mm -hmm. he's about to have, like, that that host come over, and so he he has Spongebob and Patrick help him rearrange his house, and that's the episode where he fucking gets his toenail ripped off by the couch. Oh, yeah, Patrick just drags the couch off of his fucking toe, which for some reason he has toenails. He has toenails that have nerve endings. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck those seasons, man. <laughs> Why? Like, Anything what? after three sucks dick. Don't even bother. Why do they do that? It's a children's cartoon. Why did they do that? The episode starts at the annual jellyfish migration. <laughs> uh-huh. SpongeBob and Patrick go to jellyfish fields to see several rare and exotic species of jellyfish. Fuck. I, I, I remember the beginning of that, that plot. I, I, I fuck. I what remember happens? that. I don't know. Is it? It's not the one with the blue jellyfish. That's like season two. Yeah, that's um, that's season one, I think. Is this no, not, yeah, that's that's. Is early. this not the weird like obsession with what's the fucking sea cucumber, Kevin? That's also season one. Yeah, season, Kevin's also season. No, it's Kevin's, no, because that because season one is all done cells, and I remember the Kevin episode is not an animation cells. That's gotta be season two. <laughs> hi, Kevin. Um, hi, Kevin. Do you want do you want another sentence? Yes, 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 sir. The two begin jellyfishing with SpongeBob using Ol' Reliable. Oh, oh, it's Ol' uh, Reliable. Yeah, and 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 fucking uh, SpongeBob or Squidward or not Squidward, Patrick, Patrick takes it, and then he denies that he took it. And SpongeBob's like, "I need th- that's like that's my fucking 
that's my net, dude. And that's the whole the whole bit. This episode is called The Pink Purloiner. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I'm I remember. <laughs> On Best Friends Day, Patrick gives SpongeBob <laughs> an enormous wad of used gum he has amassed over his lifetime called Gummy. To start of the episode, the, the, and SpongeBob the, the finds it gum. a better gift Ep- episode, than the one yeah. he is the, giving the Patrick. The a robotic butler. The gift of gum. That episode is called The Gift of Gum. Yeah. I, f- I fucking remember that one, baby. It was Jeez, gross. I'm taking a sip of water, and then I want to talk about something else real quick. <laughs> Why? Why do you want to talk about something else? In the beginning of the episode, God damn it. SpongeBob <laughs> is preparing popcorn for himself and Gary. Uh, is this the one where SpongeBob needs a nightlight and he's, uh, he has a hard time falling asleep and the nightlight ends up attracting, like, the dirty bubble and, like, some other fucking Mermaid Man Barnacle Boy villain? No. Oh. Uh, SpongeBob is making popcorn for himself and Gary. Is this season four? This is season four. Oh, God. Uh. No, I, I don't know. The popcorn flies into his living room, and he settles down to watch television, when a commercial comes on for a magic kit, which Spongebob decides to order. Jackson, help me out. I I forget. Is this the one where you can make shit? No, it's not the disappearing spray. I'm fucking thinking. Uh... <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I straight up do not no. know. I, 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 uh, 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 uh. No, I know. It's it's the one this is the one where SpongeBob uh he gets the magic kit and he thinks he does he, like the magic kit actually isn't like the main focus of the episode. I think it's that he like thinks he turns Squidward into like a pickle and so he like keeps caring for the pickle the entire episode thinking it's Squidward. It's not a pickle. Oh, Cucumber. Fuck. Cucumber. It is an ice cream cone. Fuck! Fuck! The episode is called Hocus Pocus. Damn! I'm, I'm Pickle Squid. I'm Pickle Squid. Uh, Jackson, what did you want to talk about? Because we were talking about creepypastas earlier, and then we that's how we got on the Spongebob tangent. Can we talk about the fucking Mario ROM hack you two have been obsessed with? <laughs> Do you want to? Kinda. Spongebob is furious about- You are a motherfucker! <laughs> Hold on, hold on, let's do this one. <laughs> SpongeBob is furious about a motion-detecting surveillance camera installed inside the Krusty Krab. I'm, I don't know what this is. It's, it's the one where he blows up the Krusty Krab because he feels like it's a surveillance state. <laughs> no. Fish Ted Kaczynski walks in and says, are you filming me? Are you filming me? Are you filming me? <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a package. Dude, Ted, no. Ted, Kaf- Ted Kafinski. Ted Kafinski. Do you guys give up? Yeah. Yes. Well, give me the second uh, sentence. The second sentence. This is, Okay. Uh, Sandy convinces Spongebob in a meeting with Patrick to buy the car wash. What? How are those two things oh. related? Oh, this is this is the episode Open House from Breaking Bad Season 4. Sorry. <laughs> you were fucked. You're Sorry. an asshole. Fuck you. Sorry. Sorry. You're, I, I thought I, I... I, like, thought for a second that I was like, yeah, this sounds vaguely... <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Do you want to talk about B3313? Because we're talking about creepypastas, and, like, I've been watching both of you play this for a little bit, and I, I generally want, like, your opinions and stuff on it. I'll talk about B3313. I'll so, talk about B3313, yeah, easily. What uh, is, okay, so what is this You guys hack? ever heard of Operation N313? What? 
No, what? sit down. Okay. Let me what? spell it out for you. I'm sitting. All right. N three one three. To the metal. Get gear. all that. Metal what? Gear mission. I don't. I don't know what that is. I've never played that game. For those not to know, B three three one three is a Mario sixty four ROM hack based on the beta of Mario sixty four. Uh, which has been uh, put into recent popularization uh, because of like cre- like creepy like the giga leak creepy pastas. Yeah, every every cartridge of Mario sixty four is personalized. Yeah, every... it, it feels like that, but just brought to like its conclusion of like yeah, but like what like what if the game like actually like existed? Like, every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there is fucking talking about the internal complex, the internal uh, 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 the internal castle plexus. Which is this theory that the Peach's castle shifts for each... It, every Mario 64 copy is personalized. That's the bit. Um, and so what B3313 is, is it uses a bunch of beta assets from Mario 64. Uh, and it, it makes the layout of the castle as inconsistent and confusing as possible uh, to make it just generally a very uh, disorienting... And fucking mesmerizing experience. I one thing, and Robbie, I don't know if you're gonna agree with me with this, but I noticed the way that I was like learning to navigate it at the end, like when I finally got to the end of it, was uh, it was tantamount to how I like think about navigating through a Dark Souls game, because like B three three one three feels like it's an open world game to me. Yeah, it, it kind of does in, in a weird way. Uh, mm-hmm. Just how, like, a lot of places link to to others in a way that you don't expect. Yeah. It, uh, as an observer of that ROM hack, it's there's been three instances. I, I When I was watching Robbie, there was three instances where I went, oh, this is fucking horrific. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Robbie, you did the most exploring. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, it's... Like you said, it's it's very uh very kind of confusing to navigate on purpose. Like mm. there's three different versions of the main hub world, like the the main like lobby of Princess Princess Peach's castle. Um, just if you press start and fast travel to it, so like <laughs> there there's already three different versions of the the the, the main hub area in on top of the maybe like five or six other rooms that are exactly identical to that with different textures and completely different worlds to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's kind of insane how much there is to just like one single room and where it goes to, to, to other rooms. Um, But uh, it it, it really, it really is very disorienting when you're, when you first start playing, because at some point you're just walking in directions and then at one point you go oh i've been here before and then that's when your <laughs> mental map starts to get created where you're like okay wait so if i go through this door then i will always go here oh but i i might as well explore while i'm here and then you find out that if you die in that level you actually spawn at a way later part that it's like oh i had to go through all these doors to get here before i could just do this in the future um and that happens like maybe eighty times a minute. Uh, it's, it's like <laughs> it, it it is it is super disorienting, and people like greatly suggest you like get out a notepad document. Um, but after a while, you will start to recognize patterns, and will start to say like, "Oh, okay, wait, I know I know how this works now." 
So piecing together, the, the, the puzzle of the game is piecing together how to actually navigate through the castle and what doors do what. Um, because there's some doors that just straight up do, they put you in a random place. Like, just like, it is a random location that it puts you. And uh, it's, but an, there's... It's, it's also important to note that the geometry of the area is, is it's, it's, if you've ever played uh, The Beginner's Guide, which is the, uh, the, the game that the guy who made uh, Stanley Parable made after where it's like a sort of documentary game slash story thing. The sort of um, it's, it's like a broken valve map where there's Kinda, just, a sh- yeah. there's just a bunch of boxes and textures that only go one way. And, uh, and, and a lot of repeating textures and, you know, it, it it's all very, it, it, it purposefully feels very unfinished because, you know, it's supposed to harken back to the, uh, this like feeling of the beta of Mario 64. And so, <clears throat> All this time, it doesn't look like the interior of Peach's Castle. It looks like it looks like what Peach's Castle would look like if you closed your eyes really, really tight and pushed your fucking thumbs into your eyes. Uh, and mm. those like those colors that would come out. Uh, imagine those colors as Peach's Castle. That's sort of what it uh, what it feels like. Uh, yeah, and it's really fun. <laughs> oh, it's so I've, cool. Uh... I've I've been having a lot of fun exploring it. Uh, I I recently beat it, tech, quote unquote. I got uh, I got like to where the credits would be, mm-hmm. um, where the credits but, would uh, be. Yeah, but I, I would I would love to get more stars in it and like explore everything this hack has to offer. Because like, d- despite me like saying how much I hate scary games and how earlier I said that I don't really like creepy uh all that much, uh, there is like some legitimately unnerving things in the game oh, yeah. like there there are like there are scare like program scary moments um which are like kind of lame but they're, like they're, they're also they're, they're few and far between though they're they're really really interesting when you get to them i will say like not to spoil it but like one of the scarier things to me that happens in the game is when you get to a place that is just like it feels like vanilla mario 64 like that, oh, like yeah. that is the most unnerving part of the game, in my opinion. Because yeah, because up until that point, you're seeing like the interior of the castle is like blue and bright orange. Yeah, and you know, there's a bunch of like celestial sort of symbols, like moons and 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 stars on the wall. And th- so when you get back to just a room that looks like Mario sixty four, how it looks like <laughs> on a cartridge, it's like this something's wrong. Something is yeah. so so wrong. This does not belong <laughs> here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I greatly know. recommend you checking out. Yeah. Uh, a, a great way to play it is by going to romhacking.com. Yeah. Uh, it's an easy way to to download Mario ROM hacks in general, as well as B3313, yeah. uh, with a nice little star counter to, to see, tracks all your progress across all those hacks. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I mean, also, you know, it's just a good place to get Mario ROM hacks at all. And also there's, yeah. there's a full tutorial on how to get the patcher working. It's all very simple and straightforward. Uh, on a completely unrelated note, I'm really sick of those jerks over at vimdubwith2ms.net who, with just all these fucking ROMs they have, it's it disgust- sucks. It's disgusting. There's... It's like, first of all, piracy is wrong, everyone. And like, you let's, listen to Liars let's Club. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know that we fucking hate piracy here at Liars Club. That's what so I'm when, saying. So That's... when someone. Someone named Vim opens Vim's Lair, which, if you don't want to type in a URL, is easily Googleable, and they just have a bunch of ROMs up. It's like, fuck you, dude, They're for ma- putting all of those games it, on your website. They make it so easy, it kill. It so pisses me off. 
Um, like, fu- like, fuck you, dude. Like, I was trying to figure out a way to, like, play Mario 64 ROM hacks, and all the, like, Emu Paradise and Cool ROMs and shit, it's full of ads. And then I went to Vimnet, and it's, there were no ads, and the loading time, the downloads were way too fast. Uh, and it just made me, and they have all, basically all the games that, all the fucking, you know, retro games that I could ever want, including Mario 64, which is one of their most downloaded ROMs, and therefore on a very high level server, which download will download in a matter of seconds. It pisses me off, Like, dude. fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you, Vim. Like, yeah, I, uh, I uh, don't have an ad blocker, and you shouldn't when you use Vim.net, but that's because you should never use an ad blocker, because that's terrible. Why wouldn't you want to support websites? Fuck! Um, anyway... So, uh, yeah, if you, if you have a legal copy of Super Mario 64 that you can legally dump onto your computer and, uh, with a legal emulator that you wrote yourself, uh, <laughs> emulators aren't illegal, actually. You can just download an emulator. Who fuck cares? Yeah, um, then you can whatever. play, you can play B3313, which is a really, really cool, interesting ROM hack. <clears throat> Highly recommended from Robbie and Chase. And from an onlooker's perspective, Jackson hasn't played it, but... Uh, he also enjoyed. He he thought the prospect of it was interesting. I was a uh, what was the chart? I was associative playing. I was yeah. You were, <laughs> you were getting secondhand eye. Yeah, uh. I was I was two plus years old. I was cooperative playing, associative playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and uh, also, like I hate to be the one to say this, but we gotta go to the office uh, real quick. Because we Flynn's gonna come over pretty soon, and we have to double check how the wiki went, and so I just want to make sure that we have plenty of time to do that. We have plenty of time to make sure the wiki project uh, happened. I've been kind of busy this week, so I haven't been able to keep an eye on it. But uh, uh, I barely, I I looked at it at one point, but then I haven't. Yeah. So uh, let's real quick revisit, uh, see what you did, check your homework, chat viewers. Uh, on this episode of uh, Botched Office. Coming soon to theaters. Welcome to the office, boys. Hi! Let's uh, let's go to... You know what? I'll go ahead and open up screen share. Uh, yeah, by, please do. Turn the monitor by that, over I mean, here, thank you. Yeah, you turn, turn the monitor over is what I meant. Um, <clears throat> so... Here we uh, we have the homepage. So this is, uh, let's go ahead and see what everybody did. Welcome to B23 Shipwreck Studios Wiki, dedicated to the amazing films of the B23 Shipwreck Studios, its employees, and the intellectual property. All rights reserved. That's great. That's a very they good start. Are, they are amazing. Yeah, they are mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. Oh, shit. We actually have a note from our CEO. Boys, I'm tasking you with taking all of our ideas and keeping track of them here. Uh, make uh, make up some characters, make some make up some events, get your brainstorming, grease those gears, arouse those fucking rabbits in your cranium because we were making our f- our move in the cinematic universe scene. Don't fail me now, Flynn out. Um, says uh, our CEO Flynn. <laughs> Flynn out. <Yeah>. Flynn out. <laughs> so Flynn out. I guess that was just sort of a, a note that Flynn left. Oh, his actually... last name is Flinson, and he's a junior. Yeah, apparently Flynn, you didn't know that. Well, yeah, because Flynn Flinson, Flynn Flinson, Flinson senior. Like, he founded the studio, yeah. Yeah, Flintson, Flintson, after he wrecked his ship, he was like, man, I wish I recorded that. And he was like, I'm going to make a movie out of me wrecking my ship. Let's go. I don't, I don't, dude, Flint doesn't talk to me. He does. He does. He talks to you too. I don't fucking ever hear from him. 
well, what can I say? I'm oh. a special kind of guy. Um, it seems like we have uh, some information here about Flynn, which is okay. interesting because I, I can never find his Wikipedia page. Let's read about him real quick. Uh, Flynn Flinson Jr., uh, professionally known as Flynn, is the CEO and founder of B23 Shipwreck Studios, a pioneer of the America crani- uh, the America cinema industry. Sorry, I was thinking earlier when he said cranium. The American cinema industry, he introduced several developments in the production of films. This, uh, his most prominent uh, being the creation of a new po- position in the industry, Idea Men. These Idea Men, after being given a prompt decided by higher-ups, would spitball and extend this prompt into a basic skeleton of a movie, including actors and some key scenes, before handing off to the writers and directors to be uh, to be developed proper. Using his bold new approach... Uh, yeah, so yeah, that seems pretty accurate so yeah. far. I don't, is, is he a part of the... Is he a part of the, 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 the universe that we're creating? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I think, well, the, the wiki was mm. just to establish, like, here's our studio and here's what we're yeah. doing. But I guess I people mean, wanted some background on... Yeah, what, plus if you go to, like, it. if you go to, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki, I'm sure you get, like, shit about the actors, you like, know? Kevin, How about Ke- Sam Raimi? Sam Raimi, Kevin Feige, yeah. Dan, Danny Elfman, and shit like that. I'm sure. Um, let's uh, let's check over some uh, some of these movie synopses here. Let, let's There's go, a uh, page for Techno Terror. Yeah, let's oh, go yeah. to Techno Terror. Let's check it out. Oh wow! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can we put? Can we get the poster uh, up on screen, oh, please? It, yeah, put that up. Uh, yeah, uh, awesome. You know you you know the name. You know the number. That was the tagline that we eventually settled on. Uh, Techno Terror is the 26th film in the James Bond series produced by B23 Shipwreck Studios for Metro Goldwyn Mayer via un, uh, United Artists releasing. Unike? I don't know what that means. Unlike several uh, previous films. Oh, oh! Unlike several previous uh, films, Techno Terror was written by a team of relative unknown freelance writers and features actress Fran Drescher in her first appearance as uh, Agent 718, Jamie Lee <laughs> <laughs> Did we say that? I don't yeah, know. We did. The film is directed by Flynn Flinch and Jr. Did it okay? Cool. Spoiler! Hey, spoiler warning! Spoiler! Hey, spoiler warning for the movie. Uh, fucking uh, Jackson, do you want to do you want to read this? All right. Techno Terror follows Agent Seven Eighteen Fran Drescher. She attempts to take down the crypto cock Brendan Fraser while pursuing <laughs> That's right. her romantic interest David Spade alongside Q Mike Myers under the direction of her agency led by Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Who's played by Jim Carrey? The film opens on the sand planet Tatooine, where Han Solo is <laughs> the sand for dirt and sand. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it is wait, no, no. No, we totally did a fake out at the beginning of the movie, remember? That's, yeah. No, oh, yeah, they were watching Star Wars. It is soon revealed that a crowd is watching this movie in a theater when a man walks into the theater and remarks on his, on his pleasure at the progress of the film, despite its fraudulent nature and cheap budget. From the theater, the cryptococ rises from his seat. <laughs> I remarked right this will be, the great, will be the greatest <laughs> NFT ever made. The title is unrevealed, 007 Techno Terror. Wow. Dude, this at, movie's great. Yeah, we did a great job. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, wait. Look at that post-credits, the post-credits sequence. Po- post-credits? Oh, it's above back. Okay, ready? Post-credits. Uh, uh, after the credits. <laughs> after the credits, Nick Fury approaches 718, who offers her a job. 718 <laughs> is reluctant. When Fury explains the terms of the deal, 718 agrees. 718's babysitting babysitting children approach her about the deal, and 718 wakes up at her dry-cleaning job. It was all a dream. As she walks away, the frame freezes on a, on a close-up of 718's eyes reveals that she's actually a zombie from Michael Jackson's thriller, the caravans in the sky, and Harry Potter flies across the screen. Here's the post, post-credits. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Chewbacca are also there. <laughs> Dude, I, that sounds familiar. 
Yeah, we. I, I remember it's because we couldn't agree on what to do with the ending, and so we both just, we all just put in a bunch of shit. <laughs> she looks at the camera, and goes. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Uh, oh, despite the great. working title of the film Octo Penis, the gruesome <laughs> techno terror. That's right, because there's going to be Octo Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> octo Other proposed names uh, include 007 The Last Crusade. Music. Jerry <laughs> Carey did it for free. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Uh, uh, read your quote, Jackson. Oh, yeah. After careful deliberation on who to cast at 718, the crew settled on Fran Dresser due to being a gorgeous woman from Queens. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> True, quote dude. me. <laughs> quote jackson eldridge Wait, let's go to well first of all i want to see the reception um due to its unorthodox distribution 007 techno terror was lambasted by audience and critically slashed earning a critic score of 12 percent on rotten tomatoes and an audience score of one percent since its initial release it has uh, garnered a culture uh, a cult following amongst uh middle-aged gay jewish men from new york <laughs> aka fran drescher's primary audience and you're ex-husband. damn right <laughs> oh there's trivia oh okay go ahead read it out Oh, given the lack of 007 in this film, it is unknown why it is titled 007 Techno Terror. Uh, and? This, this movie set Brendan Fraser back into Hollywood obscurity. Oh, fu- oh sorry, Brendan. Oh, sorry, dude. No, we're trying to help the, you out. He's in the new Batgirl. He's in the new Pinocchio. That's true. Is um, he Pinocchio? Here's a... Here's <laughs> a <laughs> put the picture that they that we have for Jackson on screen right now. P- please. If you can. I fucking love Chef Jackson. Dude. Well, <laughs> looks like I gotta wait another eight years. <laughs> well, okay. For for what it's worth, I know you hate Chef Jackson, but uh... oh, no, no. Go to the bottom. Go to the bottom. Go to the bottom. I didn't read the bottom of this page. Stan- okay. Hold on. Stances on the issues. Jackson absolutely loves Super Monkey Ball Adventure and thinks of it as his number one favorite game of all time, but he doesn't really talk about it that much. Damn. Is that true? I guess that's true? true. Well, it's on the wiki. It's it on the wiki. It right it's on the wiki. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. They use they use the picture that I hate too. <laughs> Chase oh exhibiting gosh. hubris. <laughs> oh my god, my phone number is on stream. <laughs> oh fuck. Let me read this out. Um, Chase Young, young, <laughs> yo. born November eighth. Yo, yo, young, yo, yo, young Chase. That's true. He's an American podcaster, writer, and comedian. He is known for his podcast work on Liars for Hire, Schmanners, the somewhat mandatory gaming podcast, and Mount Molehill. That's true. That's true. All of those things is true. Chase was born in 1983 to the Nifty Table Liar, the former co-host of WTCRFM's morning radio show in Huntington, West Virginia. That's his, that's the fucking McElroy's. They just they copy paste no, 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 no. and his and his wife Clumbo. Chase, <laughs> you're married to Clumbo. We yeah, man, go, to, go to go to go to Nifty's wiki, please. Okay, let's. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now click click on the click click where you can switch pictures. <laughs> I love lean. <laughs> please, please, pl- I need you to read just the full paragraph that describes who Nifty is. Uh, why don't you do this one, Robbie? The Nifty Nolan Table Nifty Jr., Nifty, born August 10th, 1955, was an American podcaster, <laughs> comic book writer, and former radio personality. He was known for his work on the podcast, the somewhat mandatory gaming podcast, as well as for hosting several FM radio shows in West Virginia. Additionally, Nifty was at a adjunct professor in the Department of Theater at Marshall University. After the spring lock incident at Universal Studios, <laughs> Nifty became known as Lean Trap until his death. That's true. I remember... Wait, hang on. Is Clint McElroy dead? Oh. <laughs> no. No, I, he's super alive. I just had to check because they used was and I got scared. No, he's alive. 
No, right. sp- dude, Lean Trap died. That's why. I want to know his awards and achievements. Uh, Nifty, unlike several entries on this wiki, has a relation to William Afton from the Five Nights at Freddy's series. Oh, yeah? <laughs> has teeth. And has teeth. That is another thing. <laughs> uh, dude, Table Nifty is the original voice actor behind a popular TikTok sound featuring William Afton from the video game series Five Nights at Freddy's. Dude, for play, real? Play the sound. Play the, play, play the TikTok theme. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, Nifty received a commemorative Oscar following his death on the Gone with the Wind attraction. I didn't know that. That's we, actually interesting. Okay, we need to go and read the other movie entries. <laughs> Dude, Lee Trump's dead. The boot. <laughs> the boot. <laughs> we need to go back and read the other movie entries because okay, we, okay, okay. I, I That's like the primary. Yeah. I need to. I need you to read the Gone with the Wind one because it it it's fucking on. It is fucking on point. Okay, hang on. Let me. Uh, what is this worth? Why is Doggy Toko Maeda on this fucking wiki? It, don't worry about it. <laughs> Who did that? Who cares? It's on the... It's... I don't know, man. We're going to have to... Wiki... Go hang to on. Fucking, go to, what are you doing? To, how do you get to the fucking main page of the wiki? Hit the you fucking... Hit the fucking... The, 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 hit that. Click that. There, there, there. Click that. Click it, that. It just takes me to F. What's it just takes me to F. What's on what you do? Wiki content. Here it is. Here it is. Go down. Uh, uh, The Shipwreck Universe Sphere. Gone with the One Experience. Silly Bears with the Deep Secrets. Should we do them in order? Yeah, yeah. Read Silly Bears with Deep Secrets and then Gone with the Wind. <laughs> poster! <laughs> That's a good poster. <laughs> poster! Please sponsored put- by Jeep, sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> please, please put the poster on screen. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Robbie, you want to read this one? How am I supposed to solve this murder? <laughs> you silly bears with deep secrets. Leon Kuwata towards Monokuma. <laughs> That's true. Silly. Silly Bears with Deep Secrets is the second film produced by B23 Shipwreck Studios and their debut original product after the poorly received 007 Techno Terror. It is a live action adaptation of the Danganronpa series of video games in the format of a short film preview slash Taco Bell and Jeep advertisement. <laughs> the film stars an ensemble cast as they navigate a murder mystery in a community college. Did we talk about all of these actors? I forget. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Go to <laughs> yeah, the cast. Every single one, yeah. Wh- who was Cole Sprouse supposed to Go be? to the cast list. Go oh. to this fucking cast. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my god. We really just did the casting for that one. We did yeah. the casting, dude. Sarah Silverman is Toko. I still good, dude. <laughs> Sarah Silverman is Toko is like perfect, actually. <laughs> Grimes is fucking Celestia. Andy, Andy Milanoxis is Hifumi is really yeah good. this is perfect yeah I think we got the we got for for an American audience we got the casting perfect, uh there maybe. you go Cole Sprouse was fucking Taka yeah I guess he is kind of a yeah yeah he's definitely a Taka uh, it's hundred percent I can see it he's even got the black hair for it what a champ who, 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 this, this, is a, this has been a wonderful look back and uh yeah. at, at, at this movie a budget mm-hmm. look at the budget and box office price <laughs> <laughs> yo profit. That's a, that's a dollar of profit, dude. That is profit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Go ahead and uh, you could you read the, read off the plot Who? real quick. Spoiler warning: This yeah, article contains. In spoilers. case you haven't seen the movie yet, everybody, because you can get your tickets at the botched office. Don't play the don't play the song. But it's close, you can't, close. You can't get your tickets at the botched office. Please go ahead. Don't play the song. The film is set at Santa Hope Community College in Santa Hope, California, <laughs> where in a series of murders take place. A gang of students is brought into CHCC on a bribe of one million American United States dollars. All of these students live a life of extreme poverty. After Junko's murder at the hand of Leon Kawada, the crew elects to leave the school. 
However, upon being faced with the grim reality of their lives in society, they choose to return to SHCC to take the risk for the sake of their futures. In order to survive in Live Moss, all the students must play the Taco Bell Silent Library game. If a student fails, they are taken away. Monokuma arrives in a jeep and welcomes the students to their games. I fucking forgot about that. Cut immediately to the ending. Undecided. This movie was a commercial in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we never ended that movie. No. Huh? no. Well, it's Dengaropo. It's just, it follows Dengaropo's rules. Rece- this is Sayaka. There's Sayaka. The reception. <laughs> Due to the low profile nature of its distribution, the reception was not particularly present as most viewers forgot about the film entirely after its airing. However, its star-studded cast managed to catch the eye of some viewers who attempted to create their own version of the on-screen games and were promptly detained. Trivia. Let me out. Let, <laughs> let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Okay. I don't know how Who's some viewers? Mr. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, have time. we have time for one more article. Please, we need to read the Gone with the Wind one. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Because this is uh, a part this is a part of the the the, the whole the whole uh, universe that we're creating for B23. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I'll I'll read this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ashley. Oh, Rhett. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. <laughs> Cindy Vortex. Cindy Vortex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Gone with the Wind experience was a simulator attraction based on the Gone with the Wind media franchise. This version of the attraction has financially thrived at Universal Studios, Studios Orlando, given its limited budget and contractual mistake leading to an increased revenue towards B-23 <laughs> Shipwreck Studio. Advertised as the ultimate Gone with the Wind adventure, the attraction was themed as Georgia Travel Agency and Spaceport, set, with, <laughs> set within the, the Georgia universe that is employed with droids such as Rhett Butler and, and that you are traveling to the forest moon of Terra. However, your inexperienced pilot, Scarlett O'Hara, ends up taking, taking a journey through the asteroid field and battle with their third husband. (laughs) (laughs) The poster! (laughs) The poster is awesome. Put the poster on screen, please. Oh my fucking god! Put the poster on screen, please. (laughs) That's what it should be! Although the Gone with the Wind experience may or may not be considered canon, its Star Carriage 3000 is referenced in canon B-23 Shipwreck's works. In the PC game, The Crimson Mass, Maximum Impact 2, Damn right. one ship appears on, the stir- on a certain level, and when the player identifies it, the ship is uh, identified as Star, Cra- Star Carriage 3000, Liar Cl- uh, Liars Club LLC's tribute in t- uh, to the attraction. The Star Carriage 3000 is also mentioned in the Gone with the Wind expanded universe novel, Spectre of the Past, and PC game Gone with the the wind galaxies. God with the wind galaxies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, looked up, I looked up Spectre of the Past and it just took me to a, an article about the assassination of JFK. But the assassination of JFK is on the B23 wiki. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, they it's also. Important. This is important to the lore. Um, that happens in the movie. That's true. Uh, I, I I do want to finish this because I'm I'm actually genuinely interested about this because I didn't fucking the, read the news the, articles about this shit. There's so much more to this, dude. Like, keep scrolling. Oh fuck. Oh man. There's a lot, uh, dude. You Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. No, Anthony Daniels do you reprised. Need to do. <laughs> okay, reprised his role as nobody for this project. <laughs> Rhett Butler was voiced by Clark Gable, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Gable was also voiced a similar role that is a wacky alien plot in the Disney movie Flight of the Navigator, 1986. That's true. 
The ride premiered in Disneyland in 2022. It's in conjunction with the 10th anniversary of the Liars Club franchise. The ride was placed in Tomorrowland, replacing (gasps) Star Troopers, and uh, (laughs) and had uh, had it to be fit in between other attractions. It debuted at the Disney MGM Studios in 2022 and was given a much more spacious venue, complete at the uh, complete with a large AT-AT walker outside the right entrance. It is unknown why this decoration was present. The attraction also premiered overseas at Tokyo Disneyland the same year and at Disneyland Paris in 1992. Did it Wait, do what? good at Tokyo? I don't know. Uh, read the last sentence under that paragraph you read, and then the, we can't keep reading. <laughs> we can can't, this- We can read the history, but there's so much to this. The soundtrack was remastered and remixed in 2004 and can be found on a CD, A Musical History of the Civil War. <laughs> there is a similar attraction called Nemo and Friends Sea Rider in Tokyo Disneyland's sister park, Dozy, Tokyo Disney Sea. The, 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 the history. Uh, the history? The three creative minds at B23 Shipwreck Studios brainstormed the original idea for the Gone with the Wind experience back in 2022. On episode 34 of the popular joint YouTube venture and podcast, Liars for Hire. <laughs> It's a venture. It's a YouTube venture. In an incredible flash of resourceful and ingenuity and unbridled budget, they somehow managed to finally uh, to finalize designs and open the ride to the public on the very same day. <laughs> very same day. Attraction. <laughs> oh my god. No, read the first pair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. In attraction, there's some bits and pieces that you need to read, but the first sentence and then the picture. Taking place sometime shortly after the events of Homer's Odyssey, the <laughs> gun with Homer's the. Odyssey? Take place. I don't know. Uh, the oh shit! Is there a okay? This is okay. There's not a Homer's um, Odyssey yet. There's not a Homer's Odyssey uh, page, unfortunately, right now. Taking place sometime after uh, the Gone with the Wood experience puts guests in the role of Georgia tourists en route for the Forest Moon of Terra, the site of the infamous battle where rebels fought against the Empire via the Georgia Travel Agency. Okay, you need to go <laughs> down true. and look at that fucking. The rare the spring trap. This is the rare trip spring trap Easter egg as captured illegally by so, a passenger. Apparently, Nifty, uh, n- after Nifty went insane and got caught in that big metal suit and declared his love for Lean, he just uh-huh. decided not to leave the Gone with the Wind experience. <laughs> He Dude, thought it was so fun that it, he it's, has to stay. You, you, can, you can find him there to this day, like you can find fucking. Uh, Jack, what's the, who's the fucking Jack Sparrow actor? You can find the fucking Johnny Depp. You can find yeah. the discarded cough syrup and Sprite cans all over the entrance to the ride. <laughs> in the same way, you can sometimes find Johnny Depp on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in California. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see about uh, cast in order of appearance. All all are uncredited. Nifty a spring trap discontinued. <laughs> discontinued. <laughs> let's read the trivia and then well, then we'll call it. All right. <clears throat> The weekend the Gone with the Wind experience first opened, Disneyland gave all of its guests a digital watch. All guests were also given a wristband that would let them come back to Disneyland the, the next day for free. <laughs> these are all... The, these are the, all... These are all copy and paste from the oh. fucking start to it, except for the last one. The last one is for us. Shortly after the Springlock incident, which killed the Nifty Table, the secret Springtrap Easter egg was discontinued. <laughs> Damn, all right. Discontinued, well, huh? Well, we didn't want to disrespect his, his memory. You know? We'll reference we'll reference Lean Trap in our next movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man. His aliases. Nagito Nagito Komaeda or Peter Parker. <laughs> or That's Peter true. Parker. Relatives. Toriel, adoptive aunt. Uncle Ben, adoptive uncle. Animal, vegetable, <laughs> mineral man. Weird guy. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Cool. Um. So basically, the wiki's looking good. I think. Uh, let me. Who's <laughs> this? Was my they favorite. put a list of pipe on 
Bonzo. They did, ah! they did, they did put in Listo by Bonzin, which I really appreciate. There's Bonz. Um, there's Toriel, which is cool. It looks like SFM porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the person who put this in just did, in fact, use renders from SFM porn because she's got big tits. And also, Toby Fox never made a 3D render of Toriel official, she's except for the one in the trailers. She's got that look about her. She's got she's that got the, look about her. She's got that curvature about her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I I don't know about you guys, but I, I consider this a great success. So, so um, far, amazing success. We can, how, can yes. people, how can people view this wiki, by the way? Uh, if they want to view this wiki, because there's a lot of shit that we didn't cover, uh, you can go to B23, or it's B23, the letter B, the two numbers, two and three, dot fandom dot com. Uh, and that'll take you to the B23 Shipwreck Studios wiki, uh, which, by the way, is also constantly under under development. So if you want to uh, add to it, if you're a big fan of B23 Shipwreck Studios, please, by all means, go ahead uh, you know, take take some time out of your day and add something to the wiki if you if you feel like it's missing, uh, or you know, do whatever. Uh, we really appreciate it. And I am getting a call from Flynn. Okay. Uh, hang on. <clears throat> Hello. This is a He never usually calls. What do you mean? No, I did. We put the we put the wiki up. Well, you wanted the Thomas fans said, to fill it in. To, hang on. What's, well, yeah? Hi. Robbie says hi. He said... What? He says shut up. Well, um, bad first impression. No, we, we the fans filled it in like you wanted. Are you on... You're on the phone with him right now, right? I... Yes. I... I no, I, I don't know what to tell you. This is... Robbie, the the why, people who watched the movies filled... Robbie, well, I'm also us... getting a call from Blend on my phone. You didn't give us the budget. You're also getting a call for a team. I'm also getting a call from Flynn on my phone right now. No, if you wanted a team, if you wanted a, uh, a, a official huh. production, okay, to to put it in, then oh. it, like you would you would have had to give us a budget. There was no budget. We didn't have any employees. No, that's it. We could have done that all by ourselves. We're we're writers. We're idea guys. He he said good job on the wiki. I no, what? I'm sorry. I, I hello. He hung up. Okay. Um. Okay, well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell them. <clears throat> uh, okay, thank you. But he hung up. Um, did you say something, Jacqueline? Uh, we'll we'll talk about it after the business meeting. Something weird just happened. Uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, Flynn is kind of frustrated with us. Okay. Uh, he, he says there is a lot of fraudulent misinformation on the wiki uh and he says that it's a mess it's irredeemable it is not at all accurate or reflective of the shipwreck studios and um next week the three of us are going to have to go in for uh employee review so uh just be ready for that get a suit i'm not worried okay yeah no i mean they 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 could review what we did as employees and they will see Flying colors, uh, sure. no mishaps. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <clears throat> I mean, I don't. I probably, I'm probably overthinking it. I, we probably have nothing to worry about. Um, but yeah, no, that's that uh, was, uh, yeah. And I, so th- thank you to everybody who who contributed to the wiki. Um, could have maybe done some more proofreading, some more spell checking, some more. I think you guys did great. Information. I, yeah, checking. apparently it was fine. I guess. What? I I don't uh, know. It, 
Anyway, um, uh, uh, again, if you want to go read, there's a lot more articles to read on the B23 fandom dot uh, wiki, uh, b23.fandom.com, uh, and you can uh, <clears throat> and you can uh, buy your tickets at the botched office. Coming soon to theaters. <sighs> uh, Another that was hard weird. day at work. The, the, yeah, what? Another hard day at work. Yeah, the, I don't know. The, I I don't know about you guys. The vibe felt weird. I that was, that was just me. <laughs> just the vibe was off. Hey, listen. It it's like any other day at B twenty three Studios. I come in, I put my feet up, and I make a best selling movie. We didn't make so a movie nothing, this time. Oh, I mean, it's basically written. I guess. Um, you write that that wiki fucking made it write itself. That's true. They they had some pretty good ideas. To be fair, they 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 mm. proposed some pretty good ideas. If you ask me, there's gonna be lean trap figures in every Walgreens sold That's out across sure, the world. Sure, man. Uh, Watch. Well, everybody, this has been yet another phenomenal episode uh, of a uh, little little show called Liars for Hire. Uh, hold on, what we have to we have to write an email to. Uh, someone to get a sponsorship oh my god okay do you have somebody in mind no because we're we're already fucking seven minutes over well you should have thought of that i should have thought of that um <laughs> mr podcast host let's uh let's how about email well, funimation funimation no why, why no, funimation no email crunchy no i know who i wanted to email let's email a vpn service yeah, oh, ExpressVPN. A... No, wait. It, people don't like that one. What's the one uh, you Nord, use, Nord, Chase? Nord, 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 I use Nord, but that one also like does crypto shit on your computer. But I, Damn it. I just like don't really care that much. I mean, um, as long as we get the sponsorship, it's fine. Yeah. We can say we hate them before our sponsor, but then once we get them, we can talk I about mean, the, the McElroys peddled off fucking you know, personal loans uh, from a shady website. So like, why can't we do a VPN that mines crypto off your computer? Let's um, do ExpressVPN. We could do... Sure. All right. I have a follow-up if we don't think of a, a good thing for the VPN. Mm. Crunchyroll. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crunchyroll. I'd like to get a Crunchyroll sponsorship. I would love to. Can't find what you're looking for? Send an email. Don't mind if I do. Are you doing are it you... off the liar's email, right? I'm about to. Okay. Here, hold uh, on. Are you, are you going to do Crunchyroll or ExpressVPN? Let's do the VPN. ExpressVPN. Let's do the VPN. Okay. okay. We'll do Crunchyroll next week. Sure. Pose. Two. Support at expressvpn.zendesk.com. Oh, yeah. no. Great. Sponsor. Okay. Subject. Sponsorship opportunity. Sponsorship. For you. For you. <laughs> uh -oh. Dash uh -huh. Liars Club. Yes. First. Uh, hey, first word of the body. Greetings with an exclamation point. Greetings. Greetings. Okay. Enter, enter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Robbie. Uh, a third of the YouTube venture. <laughs> a third of the joint YouTube, YouTube joint you. <laughs> hold on. Uh huh. Of the joint YouTube venture, Liars Club. Did you capitalize you and tube? Yes, I did. Good. Good. Uh, Liars Club! Exclamation mark! Smiley face! Enter! Enter! <clears throat> I'm. Writing this email today to uh -huh. inquisit, which is a big word. How do you Yo, spell inquisit? Uh, <laughs> I N Q U. I N Q U. Yeah. I S I T E. Got it in one. You're I'm writing an email today to inquisit 
a sponsorship opportunity Mm -hmm. on our popular podcast, Liars for Hire. Our podcast. Our uh, our our podcast. podcast, Routinely. Routinely. Garners thousands of views across. That's true. Across several platforms. Several platforms. And Uh, we'd be honored to talk about ExpressVPN, comma, our most used VPN. I use Nord. Uh, I use ExpressVPN more than you use Nord, so it is our most used VPN. (laughs) Collectively. Okay, sure. Collectively. Our most... I'm going to say our most favoritist VPN. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. I I got no fucking brand loyalty to Nord. Favor... Favoritist. Uh-huh. Favoritist. VPN. To talk about ExpressVPN on our podcast. Sure. We hope you are as excited about this as we are, and we would love to hear back from you. Dash, dash. Maybe throw some ideas at each other (laughs) and see what sticks. Robbie out. Robbie out. Period. I'm going to... Okay. Oh, oh, exclamation point! With a I, period, I if... said Robbie. I said Robbie <laughs> out, but I capitalized the O in out. <laughs> okay, sure. Like like a catchphrase, right. like rolled yeah. out. Yeah. So All I'm right. gonna go ahead and uh, link our YouTube page. <clears throat> Great. And our Patreon, because I don't think we should show them the Twitter. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Patreon.com/slash/theliarsclub. What was the last thing tweeted on there? Uh, let me check. I retweeted fan art. Yeah, it was fan and then, art. And then the thing under it is Chase with the Bloodborne caption of come, come, poop, fart, come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put, yeah, I'll put the Twitter on that. Uh, <laughs> it was actually come, fart, fart, fart. I'm writing the crunchy wall. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So uh, just proofread this for me, and then let me know if I should add anything. Sure. <clears throat> Greetings! My name is Robbie, a third of the joint YouTube venture Liars Club. I'm writing this email today to inquisit a sponsorship opportunity on our popular podcast, Liars for Hire. Our podcast routinely garners down as thousands of views across several platforms, and we'd be honored to talk about ExpressVPN, our most favoritist VPN, on our podcast. We hope you're as excited about this as we are, and we would love to hear back from you. Maybe throw some ideas at each other and see what sticks. <laughs> Robbie out. <laughs> sounds like it was sounds like it was written by an AI who was coded by somebody whose English was there not their first language. Oh, just click send, just click send. I'm sorry, it's sent, sent. It's our, oh, we got it. Why would you why'd you have me proofread it after you sent it? Uh, because what do you mean? I asked if I should add anything, and then you gave me a little quip, so I thought the answer was no. We did it. All right, yeah, another another sponsorship uh, sponsorship another outrage done. Another easy sponsorship. Another sponsorship. We're just raking in the dollars. Pretty soon we're gonna have to actually like. Do it, you know, yeah. Prostrate, uh, prostrate these uh, these brands. Before we go, should we update the folks? Did any of these sponsors reach out to us by the time we recorded this? No. Blue well, Apron. <laughs> Blue Apron did kind of. Um, Blue Apron said. Blue. We actually got uh, a, an actual representative of Blue Apron 
uh, who says, Thank you for your interest in partnering with Blue Apron. I've shared your information with the appropriate team to review. If they're interested in continuing in conversation, you'll be contacted directly. Let me know if you have any questions with, about, about our services. Best Blue Apron. Well, I probably shouldn't say his name. Uh, customer experience <laughs> team. Uh, and that was five days ago. So, oh, yeah? Well, we also just got a fucking message from ExpressVPN. Oh? Thank you for contacting ExpressVPN <laughs> support. We'll try to respond to your email within 24 hours, so we're going to hear back. They put uh, us on the fast track. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm the one that's going to write the one to Crunchyroll. Uh. Just write it right now. <laughs> no, we'll do it next week. I got to fucking edit this shit. Don't make it longer than it has to be. <laughs> okay, we'll do it next week. Right, right, All right. right next uh, week. If you, if, if you start talking, then Chase can't stop you. Everybody... Thank Konnichiwa, you so much for- Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, Shut open up. it. Yeah, perfect. No, we'll do this next week. <laughs> We're like fucking 15 minutes over. I have to edit this. Do you want to fucking edit this? <laughs> Moshi Moshi. Jack- Jackson Des. Jack- Jackson Des. And then in parentheses. Oh! That took a lot out of me. <laughs> that took a lot out of me. Oh. I hope you are having a quiet morning, afternoon, or evening when reading this. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for coming to episode 38 of Podcast for Hire. It, this is the dirty 30s, so we're, like, getting through. We're Jack- almost done, dude. We're almost in our horny 40s. Jackson yeah. out. Sayonara. Jackson. Our, our fucking 40s, dude. We, did, we just, did, you just, did you just contact them and be like, hey, Sayon- or, or, k- Konnichiwa, Moshi Moshi this, Jackson this. Phew, that took, out, that took a lot out of me. Sayonara. Jackson. <laughs> did, you, did you just email them no, to no. say hi? <laughs> no, I, I put my ending. I'm going to wait to put the body in next week. But my ending right, is right. Jackson <laughs> out, sayonara. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you the, the hot tips and all the kanji, the express kanji that you need. Chase can um, tell you. I hope you are having a Kawhi morning, afternoon, or evening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I, I I recently updated the Spotify feed, so most of the shit is on Spotify. Uh, I and, updated uh, the playlist, so that everything should be in the playlist. Jackson updated the playlist. Robbie's just being a cute little thing. Um, and <laughs> and uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it as always. Uh, let God into your life, and uh, you will see. You will <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, uh, and chase out. Just Robbie out. Sayonara. It's <laughs> <laughs>